Hello and welcome back to the Painful Performance Podcast. Uh, this time we're doing something a little bit different, aren't we, Ash? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. We're, um, we're not going to talk about a concept today. We're actually going to talk about real paintball. So uh, obviously we just had the CVPS first event of the 2021 season this weekend, just gone. Um, and well, we loved it for starters. It was a really good day of paintball. Uh, so we thought we'd uh, hop on the pod and um, just kind of chew it over a bit, you know, talk about it. Absolutely. And then we've uh, also reeled in somebody else from the Painful Performance team to uh, join us. Hello, Max. Hiya. Yeah. Got, uh, got the intern doing something useful for once. <laughs> Absolutely. You are, you are very useful, though. You're like, um, like uh, Varys from Game of Thrones, just like whispering in his ear, <laughs> getting all the, all the intelligence for your little sparrows. Yeah. I wish I was understood that reference. Yeah. Not, not a Game of Thrones uh, fan here. Oh, no. Sorry. Nah, I do apologise. I'll leave now. I'll just leave now. It's okay. <laughs> well, it's okay because we're not here to talk about Game of Thrones. We're it's fine. Just don't watch season eight. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about CPVS round one. Um, oh, but I want to talk about Game of Thrones. That's a different podcast for another time. But yeah, let's talk. <laughs> so um, obviously round one, is always a funny round, right? Because you've got all of the off-season madness going in. So, um, you know, mm. what what were the unknowns coming into the event? What did we want to find out? Um, to be fair, there was a lot of moves uh, with London teams, weren't there? Um, cause a lot of moves like, with a lot of teams. I think I think probably the busiest off-season we've had. So, yeah, very difficult part to of that will be uh, Corona, won't it? But uh, I, I feel like a lot of London teams had a lot of moves. Like um, well, one London team in in well, a particular, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Tigers uh, obviously had quite a lot of pickups. Um, Jags lost quite a lot of players. Um, Samurai lost a couple of players. Um, I've, I think it's quite busy in London way. Most of them went to a certain new team, didn't they, Luke? <laughs> I, yeah, I've got no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, the other London team, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right, so all kind of um, ambiguities aside, we're we're digging out Luke for uh, for his team attrition, and obviously, you know, being a brand new team, they've uh, they've got an entirely new roster, and those players had to come from somewhere. So, uh, you know, most of those guys played elite last season. Um, mm. You've obviously. Uh, you know, dug up the veteran as well, Mr. Jason Weeder, who uh... also Deck. Oh, and Deck can't, yeah, yeah. can't forget Deck. Who can, who can forget Deck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so absolutely, a um, bunch of players came to the team, um, and yeah, obviously that means a bunch of players left other teams as well, which caused quite a lot of uh, theatrics on social media, especially sort of being roused up by the Paintball Tribune uh, Instagram page, which is always worth a follow. <laughs> oh, and yeah, spoiler alert, it's really not me, I promise. A lot, I've had a lot of messages, it's not me. Keep looking elsewhere. No, you've already <laughs> got one meme page. You can't do two, can you? Paintball Performance is not a meme page. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard-hitting facts. We just keep it light on Fridays. Mm, Absolutely. Until, uh, until Rich gets uh, his memes out. Yes, yeah, yeah no. Shame Rich couldn't join us tonight, but yeah. hey, we'll get him on soon. Yeah, I hope so. Bring back Rich. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, without yeah, there's a lot of movements, but then we also had three new teams come up into the elite division, which 
might be a record as well for in recent years. So who who came up? We got Quest, Underdogs, and obviously um yeah, Attrition, who we mentioned. Yeah. And, and actually in, in kind of you know stark contrast to attrition, Quest and Underdogs didn't really make many pickups each. They're kind of fairly consistent rosters from from their D1 yeah, seasons last um, year. Underdogs, I think, uh, picked up Claire, and that's about it, uh, from Gang. And uh, Quest haven't made any uh, pickups, really. They've got Leechy, but he played round three with them last year, so I'm not entirely sure that counts. But no, it's basically their Div 1 lines uh, from 2020. So okay. All right, so enough, enough kind of you know, g- gossip and rumor and stuff about. Oh, but that's know, my who's, favorite part. Who's, <laughs> who's yeah, cheers, Max. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Max, Max, this is your portion done. Um, All right, see you, how, boys. How did they? Uh, how did these guys actually get on? Come on, let's get stuck in. Quest. Talk to me about Quest. What do we think? Um, Quest. Uh, Quest had quite a hard bracket. Um, the first game was Baggers, so right out the gate, um, you know, get one of the best teams. Um, I think Baggers' game was 4 0 to Baggers, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But equally, like, I watched that game and they were not. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a like they game. were roll over and like lose uh, all five guys off the break or anything. There's some like close points. Uh, it's come down to like some 2v2s and they've just uh, been on the wrong end of it, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they look, they look comfortable. Like, I don't think they're doing the wrong things. No, they don't look out of their depth at all. But no, it, 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 it takes a, it takes a, a few rounds, if not a couple seasons, to start winning those close games. And mm. you know, the score lines can look really severe. But actually, when you, you know, a, a few little things, a few little things going your way, and or, or a few little sort of rookie errors ironed out later, you're actually mm. winning a lot more games. Right? It's, it's a Definitely yeah. about margins up in that division. Sure. Um, I think their second game was Samurai? Or was yeah. it Jags? It was no, Samurai, no, they, was they it? played Samurai second and they yeah. beat them, yeah. Yeah, they beat them like 4-1 or something. So <laughs> they've sort of ran for them, which is, you know, it's nice to see uh, a team coming up and uh, putting it on one of the like quite established elite teams. That's a it's a big milestone winning your first first game mm. up in that division. Yeah, and they've won it by a big margin, which is always nice. Mm. Um, yeah, and then the last game was Jags, and that was actually pretty close. Um, it was four two, wasn't it? Um, I think it's uh, I think it's the game that denied Jags the bye in the end. So uh, it's, it's, it's quite impressive considering Jags were on fire in the morning. Um, they followed baggers like pretty much flat out. So going for two of them, it's real good going for Quest. Yeah, a strong start. Excited mm. to see how they um, where they go from here and and how they progress. So yeah, they've got they've got the right people on the team. Leachy's a big deal for them, I think. Because yeah, Leachy's done everything by now, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he, he was even a badger last season for a couple <laughs> rounds. I, I, sorry Maybe to see him back. go. 
was, yeah, I was very, I was, I was trying. I was like, oh, oh, come on, come on, don't go, don't go. But no, he's with them now. And doing for really now, well. for now. And I'm, It'll come I'm, not, I'm not bitter about it. I'm just going to wait for him to quasi-retire. So, yeah, good, strong uh, first showing from Quest. And then uh, mm. how about Underdogs, the team that also came up with them? Um, underdogs, um, I can't remember what their first game was for the life of me. They lost 4 0 to Jags. Oh, no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong score here. No. Underdog, oh, they lost 5 1 to Mustang. Sorry, so it was a wide wash. I knew it was a yeah, big they, one, but they've taken a point off Mustangs. It's pretty good going, but for... most teams coming up into elite taking a point off what's widely considered, you know, one of the two best teams in the UK. That's you know. Most teams happy with that. It is. It it is, but I I compare them to Quest, right? And I and I see Quest didn't win a point in their first game, but Quest looked much more settled and assured. It was than underdogs did. Like, yeah, I I feel like underdogs won that play as much by chaos theory than um, application. You know, yeah, and that's but, not to knock them. Like they're, you know, they're a team on a journey. They're developing all that kind of blah blah. blah. Yeah, um, yeah. and but, they've um, they've struggled to train for this event with one for one being shut. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is there a is there a difference in style? Do you think like because um, I played Quest oh, in yeah. Division Three, I think mm. with I I was I I went to take a year out, but then I ended up actually just playing with uh, my old 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 team <laughs> Snatch in Division Three. And we played them then, and back then they played a quite a slow, controlled game, especially for that division. Yeah. Um, um, it does feel like their style. Quest and Underdogs are like opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, underdogs are, you know, very big on the Chaos plays. You know, they're, 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 they like to go big. Um, mm-hmm. They like to send guys big. Um, you know, and Quest is a bit more, they like to play the pocket, slow it down, shoot the guns a bit more. They like to play the zone control game a lot more than uh, underdogs do. And uh, in Div 1, it usually paid off for Quest when they played underdogs. Yeah. So it's it, it's just going to be adapting to, you know, Elite's a little bit slower than Div 1. Can't get away with as much as you can. But, you know, yeah. I, I think we'll still see them be quite that, a big uh, aggressive team, if that makes sense. They're still want to. They're still going to want to take ground and stuff. Absolutely. Then going into their second game, underdogs mm. had quite a tight one against Warped. Yeah, it was three two. Um, and... You know what? I, sorry to butt in, Max, but I was literally just as you were kind of describing the differences between Quest and and underdogs. Then mm. I was actually kind of in my mind thinking that um, underdogs, in a way, kind of remind me of Warped a few seasons back. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like kind of, you know, roll the dice a bit, a lot of big plays, but kind of need to learn all of the lessons about I'm, how hard you can roll it and when. I'd almost compare them to Jags when they first came up. Um, you know, really, really aggressive team. Um, got all the right sort of pieces. They just haven't put them together yet. Yeah, like, I, suppose it, I suppose it depends which version of, Jags 141 Jags you're talking about I'm, so, I'm yeah. talking about uh, Jaguars so like 20 2018 Jags 
No, they were they were in the elite division before then. Even they were like Jags, so. sixteen maybe even. Yeah, but like when Jags first got an elite, you know, really really aggressive team. Mm. Like, um, but over like few seasons, sort of, you know, learn to do other things. I mm. think underdogs will be going through a sort of a similar development. Um, yes. So the warp game was pretty tight. I think um, I think warp just won the last point with very little time left on the clock. So it that, that that's pretty strong, right? Warp warp came came out fourth, and Underdogs had like a, a a really tight game with them. So it's good that they're they've come up and they're actually having these tight games, and it's not just mm. you know four nil five one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're competitive for sure. Mm. Um, and then another tight game later with Tigers, by the looks of it, 2-1. Uh, is this for Warp now? Uh, no, Underdogs. underdogs. No, no. Oh, my no. bad. It's a lot of 2-1s in that group. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Then Tigers are quite an aggressive team as well. So. Oh, yeah. Tigers on this lap have been taking massive amounts of the centre every single point. Um so- so for me, like we can get into the tiger stuff specifically later, but they definitely sure. slowed down. Mm. You know, like that's what I'd say about that. I think I think um, the first two games, tigers were really hot, and then yeah, I think underdogs played them at a better time in the event. I think had they played tigers first game out, it'd have been a, a bit of a different story. Sure, mm. absolutely. So yeah, but hey, credit to them. You know, they kept it tight. That's that's kind of a, one always been my my advice to new teams coming up don't stress over going out there and and smashing a victory or whatever like focus on keeping games close you know keeping never letting a game get away from you so yeah yeah late. turn those like close losses into close wins first that's, that's a lot easier to do than turning you know four nils into one and two point victories you know sure yeah absolutely cool so then, yeah good showing from underdogs the other team's attrition that's uh, new to LA, isn't it? Well, the, the, by, by name, but I suppose, you know... The, we'll... By name, it's new, but they've all played elite. <laughs> um, yeah, so a little bit of a different story, right? I'm yeah. not going to talk too much, obviously, with my ties. So I'll <laughs> let you two talk about that before. Yeah, like, um, uh, I, we, uh, we played against attrition a lot in the run-up to round one. Um, firm did. And then we've uh, had them in prelims at the event. I think you guys beat SA. Um, can you remember the score on that? That was a 2-1 as well. Was that a 2-1? Yeah. There's a lot of them, isn't there? I think it's quite a close 2-1 as well. It's, it's, uh, it's been an interesting layout. Either really big scoring games or like really, really like low scoring games. I think... I think so I was just going to say, like, I think, I think it's it, if if the two styles neutralize each other, you get some very slow points. Mm. Whereas if one team's got an approach that the other team <laughs> can't handle, yeah, you're going to run up a cricket score, right? Mm. Yeah. So I think your first game was in uh, elite was like fifteens. Um, I think it was five two. Uh, it was six two. In the end, ah, but yeah, um, they they wanted to go again, out swinging. Yeah, I, I, I kind of 
in a different vein to how Quest looked assured and at home in losing 4-0 to Sandbaggers. Mm. Attrition came out and get mercyed by 15s, but it wasn't like a, a you don't belong here game. Like mm. actually it was, I'll, I'll be honest, it was a it was just insanity. It was a bloodbath. Like, like Luke said, like they came out swinging, um, landed mm. a few good blows, but um, you know, you need something a little bit more kind of precise and, um, and cultured than, than a series of haymakers to beat these guys. Mm. To be fair though, the field does That's... lend itself to like big haymaker moves. It did. And, you know, I, I think, my takeaways from attrition, right, was was watching it. Is I felt, and obviously you weren't there, Luke, so you may, might not really be able to attest to this, but like, um, I felt like you kind of started the day with one thing in mind, and by the third prelim, had kind of converged on a slightly different solution. And in the process, um, like the players that were playing most of the points in the first match were not the players playing most of the points in the third match. So, like, I know, you know, brand new team, first, well, second, first official event, second event, like learning to play together and what to do and how to problem solve and all that stuff. Like, those lessons are going to be coming 10 times faster than everyone else in the league. So, yeah, like, I could see a lot of change happening very quickly as the, the, the you know, Taufrin and Tony and whoever else is kind of making the calls down there, like, actually figuring out what they need to do and how they need to do it. You know, and that probably happened again in the second event, but hopefully they'll make a few more correct decisions and they make a quarterfinal or something, you know, like it's it's all about kind of progress and, and building on those things. Yeah. They absolutely. weren't far off from making quarters as it was like. It was um, one point. Yeah. One point. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate for them. Yeah. Yeah, except what the, the final final score was, the, it was a, a win, a draw and a loss, right? But that... That mm. that win was only had one point in it, and then the uh, the the obviously the draw could have gone either way, yeah. right? Like if, if mm-hmm. some, some slight change, so it could have been a wildly different score one way or the other. To be fair, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, do we do we agree that all three acquitted themselves well? Do they belong? Do yeah. we do we think they all have a future? Yeah, yeah. I I, I wasn't particularly surprised by. By how any of those teams went, like I was expecting mm-hmm. Quest to be relatively strong. It's awesome that they secured a win as well, but I was expecting them to play their game. And then, yeah, un- underdogs, you know, not being as as solid as as Quest were in Division One, but then still mm-hmm. coming up and still having some close games. Like, yeah, they, they definitely definitely belong belong in there, definitely in their spot. And um, yeah, attrition were always gonna have have some success with the players that they've got in their roster. It'd be very difficult not to. Attrition are always going to come into elite and be comfortable to a degree. Yeah. Um, there's, there's just too many players on that roster capable of playing higher than the level. That... Can, can I throw this one in? I, I felt like, I felt like on Sunday, there were just too many players period. I felt like that was perhaps some of the, some of the reason behind that, you know, the, the scores and the results that, you know, 10 guys is a deep roster and I get it from functionality, from training, from budgeting, all that, yada, yada, yada. Mm. But, but I think come the event, you need to pick seven or eight and, and that's it, you know, and, and that's really hard to do. 
Um, this was the problem that Jags had at one point, and I think Beadle just, um, I, I think he said, this is, this, is, this is it. I'm taking these seven to this event mm-hmm. based on the training. And yeah. it worked out quite well for them last year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, there's not that, that many points to go around to run two lines. So, mm. yeah. But anyway, moving on. Um, so who, who else are we going to talk about? Well, that's, that's, yeah, yeah that's next thing. Get through, right? Yeah. And these, both these teams actually made up, propped up the foot of the table. So mm. our, our three newcomers all, you know, out, outperformed these other two teams. So, but I mean, you know, full disclaimer, both teams went through a fair bit of change this off season, SA losing a few key mm. players, picking up, picking up some guys too. Like they're not just bare bones in it, but you know, it takes time to integrate those players. And mm. um, yeah, it's, you know, and it wasn't the worst on the scorecards didn't look great, but it wasn't the worst day for them. You know, I think worm, played really well for them on the bag side. I think Dan Sanders had some some good this points up the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, yeah, they're just going to take a little bit of time to put some stuff together. I think Finch is a good pickup for them. Yeah, yeah. Finch, he was hard work He'll do uh, well. on the stake side. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty relentless. But overall, I mean, you know, you, you can look at it and say, was it? What are they, three losses what were they like minus eight or something point difference yeah was... but or they've also had arguably the hardest group yeah um, yeah definitely i don't think 11th reflects where they fit in elite if that makes sense i think mm. um that they're probably better than um you know quest uh it's just so that's not been reflected in the results of round one well, this is why we have a full season, right? Like yeah. this is just this is just yeah. chapter one. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how they get on uh, in the rest of the rest of the seasons. They they're getting quite quite high up the the in the middle of the pack when they last uh, mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, they were um, what's it seventh last year yeah. by quite a big margin. Um, yeah, so it's clearly within them. They just gotta. Mm. They just gotta reconfigure and 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 hack it out, you know. Mm. And what about samurai then? Talk, talk to me about samurai. Um, samurai didn't have a nice time, did they? No, but samurai have also had proportionally some of the biggest changes of anyone this off season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because um, they've lost, they've lost two players to attrition. Um. um a player to Tigers so they weren't running a absolutely massive line before and mm. all three of them were starters so it's it's a different you know I wouldn't say it's a different side completely because it's not but it's it's definitely uh having a rebuild around different players if that makes sense yeah um I think they got Mercy by Jags and Baggers, and then Quest was 4-1. Yeah. Quest. Um, it's, it's, it's hard for them to, you know, rebuild, uh, you know, not from scratch, but it's, so, it's quite a big rebuild they're going through. So, so something that I see quite consistently with those guys mm. is... Um, 
I feel like there's not enough emphasis on the teamwork on the field. Mm. I, I felt like it, that was the case at the last event last season and the, this event this season. They, they clearly the guys can go out there and shoot their guns and they know the spots to be in on the field. But but in order to to kind of have any kind of level of, of you know success relative to what your goals are, mm. you've you've got to be able to work as a team. You know, and all right, yes, it's extra hard this year because they've they've overhauled the the, the squad. They've got um, new guys come in, a lot of guys gone out, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and so on. But uh, you know, that that's something they really need to address in training. Like, you can't just go and play points and be like, oh, I went to this spot and lived or didn't live or you know whatever. Like, yeah, how do how do we functionally break down our training so that we improve how we play together as a team? Mm. And I think that's the question those guys have got to answer. Mm. And of course, like it's easy to forget though that there wasn't much chance for trading before this round. So no, no, no. Especially coming no, in for a rebuild. It's been a really compressed schedule, to be fair. Mm. I think it's been three weeks between everything opening up and the round. So mm. yeah. And so some teams putting in a strong showing all weekends and mm. I think others not so much. But I think I even mm. saw Sort of baggers out there training, weren't they? At one point, uh, yeah, Dickie and uh, Stoney tagged along to a quest training, I think. That's uh, it's should, obviously be allowed for them, yeah. They, they, should be, well, was... they should be ejected from the team now. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I hope Leds doesn't hear, hear about this. <laughs> mm. Awesome, okay. Well, so we've covered Back everyone that didn't get through, to make to, up uh, for it. Yeah, we covered everyone that didn't get through to the quarters. So um, mm. let's talk about the the second stage of the day, the the the, the, the Sunday of the Sunday. <laughs> Sunday of the Sunday. I like that. <laughs> the Sunday afternoon. I do like <laughs> Absolutely. That. Yeah, it's after lunch. It, it's after about three p.m. So you sit yeah. and smash all the prelims out in one go before lunch. Yeah. It's yeah, a, it's a long, a long day. Yeah. So, mm. 15s squeaked the bye. We talked about this earlier, right? Um, was it mm. Jags? Jags? Um, yeah, basically, quest have stopped them from getting the bye. <laughs> so, um, that's, a, that's another little achievement to, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to add to it. To see your first time up. Mm. So, yeah, 15s didn't have to play anyone. They're straight through to the semis. So, that's great. And then, yeah, so what happened in those quarters? We had uh, Jags, you know, being. This, the second seeded team coming in, uh, then had to play Mustangs, which is a a tough team. Mustangs had a rough morning, um, so it, it was Did, kind of surprising to see. I, I wouldn't use rough. I my like my feeling on it was that it was really stuttery. So mm. I felt like I felt like they were trying lots of different things. Obviously, they've got mm. you know new new. Uh, super coach Clint Moore slash player extraordinaire when his hamstring works, um, <laughs> you know, in, uh, involved there, like, and and you know, couple new Clint, players, um, yeah, mixed couple up new the guys, teams, mixed squads, yeah, as well. So there's, you know, even mm. the 15s slash Mustangs have had quite a bit of turnover this year, but um, the uh, so from the tower, I could see a lot of difference in the way that both 15s teams were playing, and I think. Mustang struggled more in the morning with um, that kind of tweak to the to the style and what he was asking to do. But once they kind of sure. got their head over it, they yeah. were they were largely unstoppable. After yeah, that as soon as they got the afternoon, it was just 
yeah, just blowouts after blowouts. Um, so I, I, I want to I want to dive a little bit more into what you were just saying there, Ash. If you can, you, you sort of mentioned, you know, maybe ch- adapting their style to mm. to to what their coach was saying. Um, you know, the one and only Clint Moore. Um, what what did you see? What what changes did you see compared to <laughs> Mustangs of past? It was definitely a more aggressive mindset, and it and it was like sustained aggression. So um, historically, 15s have been quite a technical team um you know they'll they'll kind of come out and uh i suppose it was like a slightly more refined version of what sandbaggers do um you know because 15s train a, a little bit more there's a little bit more detail there and, and they have some aggressive players you know like you know mason would hate it for me to sit here and say that he's a technical player like he's not he's an attacker lewis coffee is an attacker. a pretty technical player like but he, yeah, but he's he's aggressive. He wants to get up there and make stuff happen. He doesn't want to go to the first bunker on the field and empty his pack at a gap between a pin and a Dorito, right? Sure. Like, but in the past, 15's style as a whole has been about that kind of control the field, deny the movement, pick teams off. Mm. Um, whereas what I saw at the weekend was uh, not only aggression from the first point to get an early lead to like, you know, to kind of set your stall out. But in the past when 15s have done that, they've then reverted to the technical once they've got their noses in front. Mm. Whereas I felt like Clint, Clint was playing every point. Like it was the first point of the match. It was, you know, it was mm. high pressure. You know, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't just about the big breaks. Like they were going big on the Dorito side, Dorito, you know, through, I think Spencer went to Dorito four on the break one point. Like it was, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, and if but it's 15 down the break, get there pretty quick after. Yeah, but it was, it was, yeah, it was like, you know, even on the third point, it was like, no, we're not going to give you a break. We're going to do it again. And we're just going to keep putting you under that like relentless pressure. So, mm. yeah, I, I could kind of see that in the way they were setting themselves up on the field. And that was, that was kind of interesting and exciting. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. And they also, um, they brought, Jack and Greeny onto Mustangs, and then I think Levy and Rob up to the first team. So it's not so what, not the same sides as last year, was it? What, what, why do you think they did that? Um, as I understand it, which I probably don't, and Guy will yell at me when he listens to this, um, I think they're trying to get more play time for, uh, for uh, the pro guys. Um, you know the, the the folks playing nxl right yeah yeah instead of playing 50 percent of the time for example if it's let's say greenie and coffee and you're doing half each it's more effective for coffee to do 100 percent with one team and greenie to do 100 percent with another it's more time you know actually playing that, that makes a lot of sense i guess mm. like yeah it, i suppose that is a good way of getting that depth because you know mm. when we talked about this before, um, but you know, if if you're just going to the event and doing a lot of training, you see a lot of teams just doing, just playing the starting five over and over again, and then you've got like another two players that don't really get much mm. time at training because it's seen as a waste because they won't be playing the event. So yeah. that that's, sounds like a pretty smart move to me. Is actually, yeah, if you've got that option to actually have them playing in a in this in in a, in a even if it is a second team at the moment, um, mm. or if they're just a, a blend mm. now, they're just. In the I was trying to say, they're, they're trying to be productive. It, it makes sense. 
Ainsley was quite quick to make it make clear the distinction that it is no longer first team, second team. It's just mm. the 15s line and the Mustangs line, and they're all there to compete, to win, to learn, to get better. And mm. yeah, they 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 feel like they've split their resources equally now, so that no, like the second best player isn't like snake player or Dorito player, or whatever, isn't riding the bench on the 15s because they're better than the third best player who is playing all the points for the Mustangs, for example. Yeah. They're now just saying like, right, you are the best two at this position. You're on opposite teams, you know, and kind of go. And then that way you've got four guys rotating on the bench that are all going to kind of come in and get equal experience while the good guys are all getting that extra kind of top up, you know, that they all need mm. to stay on top because come the NXL, if and when it ever happens, um, you you need that depth you know you like it's there is a difference in in the intensity and the physical output and stuff like so you need you need fresh legs you need two bodies per spot even if you don't strictly run two lines but you know so they this is you know they're, they're really forward thinking what they're doing right now mm. i can't wait to see what has uh how, how it pans out in the in the nxl it's gonna be exciting to watch mm. yeah absolutely so back to cpbs though so uh Mustang's had a a, a relatively shaky morning um, compared to normal form, but um, then up against one for one Jags in the quarters when it mattered, four nil. So it looks like they obviously found their feet. Yeah, it was just a different gear. I think I think one for one run a straight five as well. So I wonder if maybe they were starting to get a little bit gassed or kind of didn't have too much variation between um, the bodies that sure they had. One for one have a line of seven at round one. Um, I, I just think that Mustangs have clocked in uh, between the uh, lunch break, honestly. Um, I don't think Jags were playing badly. It's just they just got picked apart a bit. To be, to be fair, clocking in after lunchtime is a very difficult thing. Clocking to do. in when it matters, you know, <laughs> like you yeah. go three and zero in the prelims, but if you lose the quarters game, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Means nothing. Tournament starts again after. Mm. So that's one for one out, and Mustangs through. Mm. Um, how 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 were Jags looking? Like, so Jags were looking really good throughout the day, but did they in have the any... morning? They were on point. Yeah, they had quite a few changes, right, as well. So to come out swinging was quite quite good to see. Um, not so much changes. They just didn't have a lot of the players they had last year. Um, they they did have a massive, massive roster last year, to be fair. Mm. Um, but, yeah, um, it's uh, it was something like 15 players last year, and now it's eight or something. 15 is a lot to manage. <laughs> yeah. We're saying, we're saying 10 is a lot to manage. 15 yeah. is probably too much for one actual squad. Yeah. You, mm. you straight up need two teams for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just think um, I, I just think Mustangs played the right game for Jags, if that mm. makes sense. And Jags just haven't changed in time for it to have an impact on the result. It's a shame, really, because I thought Jags were, I thought Jags had a good shot in that put in that game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. I can't think of anything 
remarkable off the top of my head that Mustangs did that one for one didn't. Mm. You know, like don't have to good. do anything special though. You just have to do it well. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, for, for, for one for one's perspective, you win three prelim games, you're feeling rosy, like you only just missed out on the buy. So you're thinking, mm. well, we're shooing for the semis here, and then you go and get four owed. Like, mm. I can imagine that's a fair bit to reconcile. Like so, mm. but actually, in hindsight, yeah, I, I can't. I'm, I'm that... sure you've talked about this before, but uh, sometimes it's sometimes it doesn't hurt to have a harder prelims, does it? Or hundred percent, yeah. Learned that lesson the hard way a few times myself, but mm. we, we won't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> That's the next episode. <laughs> yeah. The title of which is still to be decided. Um, Just win all your points. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, coming up next, we had uh, we had Tigers up in the quarterfinals playing against Warped. Yeah, Tigers had Tigers had a lot of a lot of changes, right? You know, another team that lost team lost. Well, I say lost players to attrition. Like attrition was originally like a different Tigers team. Yeah, to go and play in XL, and then yeah, that's that's a bit of a rabbit hole. Let's um, let's yeah. play that. <laughs> yeah, Before so we get an angry war in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then fight, they've they've fight, they've picked fight. up a bunch of players <laughs> and 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 a new coach, right? So they've um, who, who who did they pick up over the? Um, so Tigers, Tigers got uh, Giles Marshall in, haven't they? Mm. Um, who is old London shock fame? Um, player-wise, they got uh, Paul Burton from Sermang, um, Josh and Nelly from uh, One for One. Um, I don't think he's playing. He, he didn't while. play round one. I don't know if he'll play round two. He's um he's got more injuries than me. <laughs> um, and then Chandler Bowling from Samurai. So they had you know quite a lot of new players. Um, they lost a few players in the off season. So, but they still got you know the core of. Keats Brothers, uh, Milton, um, Wee Man came back. They've still got the old Tigers Pro core. So um, I, I don't know if you can say Wee Man came back because Wee Man's kind of just always there. Just yeah. sometimes he's closer to the front than other times. Like Somet- he's kind of a... sometimes he's playing, sometimes he's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's um, he's back playing right now. So um, and then they. Uh, they're playing warped. Um, they played warped in prelims, and I oh, think really? Tigers won two one in prelims. Um, like we said, there seems to be a bit of a theme uh, with the scores. And then um, they've drawn warped in the quarters. I think what went from wild card. Um, how how did um how did Tigers do? Through the prelims, then they um, Tigers had quite a good prelims. Um, they went three and zero. Um, they beat Mustangs two uh, one um, in, I think it was Dirty Ang point uh, on Mustangs birth, and then there's just not been enough time on for them to launch a comeback point. So they've uh, they've taken that one. Um, Warp they beat two one, and 
who was the other team? Underdogs. Underdogs, who they beat 2 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I think it was actually four. We're trying to find the scores again. Where's it going? Yeah, it was 2 1 Mustangs, 2 1 Underdogs. I think they beat Walt 4 1 in the morning. Yeah, they did. 4 1. Um, my yeah, bad. Yeah, I thought I've mixed up Walked and Underdogs. Um, <laughs> I don't know how. Um, yeah, so they had, a, they had quite a good morning. Um, I wouldn't say it was without challenges because the Mustangs game was tight and they've won it off a dirty hang. Um, but they've done enough to get through at top of the group. And then they've got the wild card, which was warped. How, how, how close was the, the dirty hang game? Was that a, was uh, that a close point or was it? It was 1-1. And then I think Wardy's gone through. Uh, shot last guy hit the buzzer and he's been called with a hit I think, with about 10 seconds on the clock yeah so i think in this situation like you know fair play to ethan he made a really good move to go through and clean out <coughs> the, the tigers guys that were kind of dug in at the back mm. but but and it's you know it, this might sound like i'm knocking him but you know in the context of he's new to the team he's still got to get that kind of experience under his belt and that feeling of playing with other players that are on the same level and, um, you know, thinking on the same page as him. Mm. From where we were sat, he went through and, you know, busted open. It was like a three on three or four on three or something. He takes two of the last three off the field or, or and maybe he trades with the last guy. I think that's kind of where the contentious, was he shot or not before he hit the buzzer kind of came into it. But sure. I think in that situation, you have to have faith that the rest of your team are going to follow that move. So if you go through and, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't stood next to the guy, you know, so he might've genuinely not felt the hit whatsoever or something, but I, I'd lean I, towards that. Ethan's experienced enough. Yeah. And, and this that. isn't, and this isn't a pin on him for cheating or anything. This is like a kind of, mm. if you go through and make that move, I don't think you can expect to be the guy that hits the buzzer after it. You're, you're knowingly going in to sacrifice yourself to clean out the bodies. And sure. it's, it's on your teammates to read the situation and follow you in and tidy it up, you know? So, you know, kind of, it's a, it's a big lesson and it's, and I, you know, I'm probably being very, you know, harsh, scrupulous, whatever you want to call it to, to kind of put this out there. But yeah, like, that's something that he's got to think, you know, that you're on a team now where the other players are on a level where they can deal with it, you know, and they've got to be able to deal with it. If, if you go through like that, you can't just put it all on yourself. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot everyone and win the point. That's not how it works at that level. I, I, I get that. And I, I'm, I, I think that's completely valuable, but I, I guess it, it, when you take into account the time as well, like hmm. when, when, when the club, when, when that one minute goes, like, after about 10 seconds, you're like... You're Everything like, goes out the window, yeah. Yeah, you're like, there could be 10 seconds on the clock now. I've lost count, track of time because I'm engaged mm-hmm. in gunfights and trying to work out this game. So, yeah. you know, if, if you've committed to that and known there's probably less than 20 seconds left, you're like, is there even time? If I, like, mm-hmm. walk off now, uh, like, would, will the buzzer be hit? Or, you know, so, yeah. Mm. yeah. But, really took like a lot of pressure really you can make the it. argument though unless you need it you know it's finals game and it matters might as well take the draw um in some cases 
I think Mustangs would have been through regardless. If, if they were a point behind and that was to square it up to take it to overtime, it then might have been it, yeah. worth the risk. But yeah. to, but to jeopardize it is, yeah, like, and again, it's it's tough <laughs> to think of all those variables in the moment. You're stood there and you mm. just see the opportunity to go win a point for your team, right? Like, but it's about um, graduating to that higher level of thinking and and kind of always being conscious of the the wider variables going on. That's what that what makes the really good players. So sure. Good. But anyway, back to the actual quarterfinal game. Sure. Um, <laughs> what a shocker! Tigers walked. Yeah. What <laughs> a shocker! Like, did the numbers not say this was going to happen? Um, did the numbers lie to you, Ash? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This, there's definitely a glitch in the matrix, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> You're never going to um, trust them ever again. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna... Max, can you um, can you clean up what you mean by the by the numbers? Is this the numbers, Mason? <laughs> um, so, Ash has a really, really, really big spreadsheet that he's totally not looking at right now. Um, uh, basically, every team in Elite and Div One. You still do Div One? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do because I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so every team in Elite and Div One has a uh, ELO rating associated with it. So, for anyone that doesn't understand what ELO is, um, it's Google it. Yeah, that, 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 that's, um, that's a start, that's a but it's, it's basically a number associated with how good you are. It originates mm-hmm. in uh, chess. Mm-hmm. Um, so if your score is, let's say, 2,800, um, you're it's a really grandmaster. <laughs> yeah, um, in, in, the numbers that, uh, we, uh, that paintball performance uses are more like the top is like 2,000 right now. Uh, yeah, no one's no one's ever had a two thousand. I think I think there was a nineteen hundred last year. I there can't might have been yeah. for life for me. But um, yeah, so it's basically a rate in associate with how good you are, and Ash has so, a very complicated formula to work it all out. So um, what what did what the numbers say for Tigers Warped? Um, I'm not sure it predicted Tigers Warped. Did it? Uh, I don't think that came out because because there, I, I used a um, the wrong seeding for the for the quarterfinals based on prelims, so it didn't throw up that match. But based on the numbers alone, yeah, based on the numbers alone, Tigers should uh, Tigers should be beating Warped, and just they did. they did in the morning, but it's mm. yeah, it's, exactly. It's kind of it's, it's kind of like it's a, a new tournament law. in the afternoon. In fact, Ash, this is this is a stat that, that we need to look into. It's oh, when you draw a team for the second time in the tournament, how often does Did the they... team that won the first time win the second time? Because it feels to me like every time I've played a team twice, the result's been different. Yeah, um, yeah but it's the same principle as when you train against a team before the event and you get to the event and you play them. Mm. It's mm. a similar sort of principle. Like we had it with Attrition uh this round because we've we've had a lot of training with them and it's been very much well we know what you're doing you know what we're doing so it's it's very sort of interesting dynamic you know 
and that's why you tied when you played each other. Yeah, no, that's far <laughs> It was nil-nil. Nobody managed to shoot. Yeah, yeah, no. Everyone you're was so biased like, to the you're other. You're saying one. it like I actually played. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it was two-one to warped. It was. And uh, it's probably honestly, the upset of the tournament. It, it, it really is. And I don't want this to, to kind of knock mm. the warp guys because they were giving me grief because apparently I don't big them up enough. But I think I... That would just be Dodsey. I, I know I, what he's like. I feel like I big them up quite a bit on the webcast. So this is... <laughs> co we'll call this cosmic balance. Um, <laughs> Can't. Like... Like... <sighs> You know, Warped obviously did well to win two points against Tigers, right? And, and get their noses in front. But for me, Tigers were, were a different team between the first match and the fourth match they played. And I think there's part of that can be attributed to the fact that I don't think Colby played from about the middle of the second match or maybe the after the first point of the third match or something. Yeah, so lose, losing one of your best lot. players off the field is going gonna, is gonna to impact things. Mm. But... <sighs> You know what what that doesn't account for is just the urgency seemed to disappear and i don't know if it's because maybe warped were doing something on the field that was making a certain move really hard that was shutting down a player um, warped which... were playing the center real well to be fair to them they they were making to, it out. to be honest warped were playing across the whole field really well you know mm. bish and alex did good on the snake side tommy and aaron did good up the middle um, Lewis and Jordan, I believe it was playing the snake side. Like all, all those guys did well, and Body as well. You know, mm. obviously he had that. He had that that um, that one on one. Uh, I think that was that in this game. In fact, was that in the first game of the day? It was against Tigers, wasn't it? Where he uh, he went for the one on one with Sam Keats and kind of had it won, and then and then uh, got shot basically. But um, but yeah, just Tigers seemed to slow down for me over over this. You know, and and this the way this match panned out. Warp to two went up and there's a minute 46 on the clock and you think any any reasonable team in this division goes hard in that point you know mm. not not suicidal or anything but you come out you come out hard because you need to ground. yeah you because you, you need to square it up you know you don't you probably don't have time to win two points in one minute 45 but you can win one point and take it to overtime so then you've got another yep. five minutes but but tigers just broke out kind of it was like you know two in the back center the, the first bunker out either side and then I think they ran to the snake corner and Chandler just kind of got held up out there or something like mm. and and for a minute and 20 seconds I don't think they tried to make a move and then suddenly they're all looking at each other like like oh come on like there's 25 seconds left for us to actually get something out of this match like it well, dawned on them far too late that, oh we're out of time we we gotta go now yeah instead yeah. of like but, incremental but, but, you know, you think of the support structure you've got there, you say you've got, you know, Colby's all right, he's not playing, but he's there, he's in the pits, like he knows this stuff. All the guys on the field know this stuff. Giles is a very, um, you know, well-schooled paintball player and coach. He knows this stuff. Um, Matty Schmidt's in the pit there with, his, with, with the team as well. Matty knows this stuff. Like mm. the, 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 the knowledge pool of that team, that error shouldn't have happened. And I'm sure they know this, right? And they're probably going to hate me for, for putting them on blast about it or, you know, well, hate, whatever. But, like, you've got to ask yourself that question because if you don't answer that question, you're not going to solve the problem and you're not going to, you know, all right, maybe that exact situation doesn't materialise again, but you're going to hit stumbling blocks continually if you can't 
honestly figure out why you didn't do something about that mm. at the time. So what, like, what, what, what would you recommend to people? Cause like, I, I think this is a, a huge point, right? Like time management in general is, um, it's, it's a skill you, you still, you still like in elite, not so much, mm. but you do still see it. Like mm. just, just not, not playing like what the time says. In fact, I had, I, I did it playing with badges just last season. Um, you know, I think we, we were down and we had to come back up and I like got into my bunker and then I was like, Oh yeah, shit. I got like, I gotta be going. <laughs> like it was already, uh, I think it was actually, I think I'd got into the snake mm. and then I was like, stopped at snake one and then started like trying to shoot in field. And I was like, wait, what, 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 what am I doing? Mm. And just, I kind of realized that the buzzer went and I was like, idiot um yeah. you know like how how do you keep that front of mind how do you make sure you're always play, like playing to time you've just got to be aware of it you've got a time on the sideline to give you a hand um <laughs> that's a it's, bit, like, big help isn't it yeah but like uh I'll, disclaimer i'm not the best with time management because i'm i'm in fifth gear all the time um but it's <laughs> It's it's something I think you've got to be aware of, like as much off the field as on the field. Like when you're going on, you only know how much time you got to work with. Um, yeah. But you you've got to figure it out. You've um, say you got a minute left, forty seconds passes. By then, it's too late to start an attack. Really, you you sort of got a you got to accept that. Hey. I've got to launch it by 40, so I've got enough time if I get bogged down, blah, 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 you know. I think what what this largely comes down to, and uh, Luke, I think we kind of talked about this on the yet-to-be-released How to Learn is to Lose, whatever we call it, podcast. Um, it, it, you've got, got to have these things. For that, I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it. Um, <laughs> you, you've got to... You, you've got to have these questions answered before you go to the event, you know, mm. How, you've got, you've got to say, you know, can, can we feasibly win a 30, 40 second point? What, you know, what is our kind of go-to if we need a quick point, not a Russian legion run down the field. You know, five, yeah, yeah. Whatever it was like, you know, not every team can do that. And I'm sure Russian legion probably didn't plan for a nine point, whatever second point but they planned for a quick point and they knew what they had to do they knew the places they had to point their guns and the bunkers they had to move via and I so mean, for, for a one minute while they don't do a nine point. second point every point <laughs> <laughs> it's not always like that you know that's kind of the that's kind of the beauty of the game if you, that's if defeatist you... talk that is <laughs> no no don't get me don't get me into this max the whole kind of how <laughs> how how matches build and how you know, teams making one move and then the counter move and that kind of tension and like the counter move to the, the counter move the, the attritional the attritional nature of the game. You can't play the first and therefore every point of a match as a nine second point. Like that nine second point happened because of the whole situation and the fact that the Russians were had had kind of chiseled away a lead and impact had gone into fight or flight mode where they were just desperately hold up for for trying to see it out whereas actually in hindsight what they probably should have done was gone equally on the attack and just headbutt them all in the middle and it would have been a bloodbath and but if they'd have run out of time you know 
but that only occurs because of what's led up to it. It's like rugby where they go through the phases, you know, to the untrained eye. You're just like, why do they keep going on the floor and rolling the ball out the back and then headbutting a guy and going on the floor and rolling the ball? Like, but it builds that tension. It's moving the bodies around. It's creating the openings. Like that's how the point system in paintball works. It's the same kind of impact on the way the game works. Mm. I went down the rabbit hole. Damn you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here to do. Challenge yeah. complete. It is a consensual <laughs> episode. We're back. Yes. <laughs> Just, just clip that one and uh, put it out on its own. Um, but, but yeah, Max you know, right, like, Ash's day again. <laughs> if if Tigers did uh, all of that training before the event and didn't have at least one idea up their sleeve how to win a point in a minute, like then they failed in their preparation and failing to prepare is preferring to fail. God damn it! I sound like lots of teachers I had at school. <laughs> It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, we've we, we've dwelled on this one for a long time, but um, yeah, yeah, hats, wait, wait, hats yeah. off to Warped for that win. Yes, abs- and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, hopefully Tigers um, come up with a more aggressive plan next mm. time they've got to come back. Mm. Um, yeah. So next up, the only other quarter that happened: uh, Firm versus Sandbaggers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Max is uh, no. not talking about anything yeah. to do with his team. Yeah. Um, out of no, he, pleads, he, he, could talk about he, he pleads the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, what, we, we haven't talked about Firm at all, so um, oh, they're very God. quiet over the yeah. off-season. Yeah, go, okay, go on, Max. You, you can at least talk about who, who you stole from the no, other teams. No, 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 no. You can, you can do this. I'm, I'm staying quiet, otherwise I'll have Marky on to me. <laughs> well, so I had the the, the really fun task of trying to pick apart um, the new players on firm with very little prior warning as to who they are and without them wearing jerseys with their names on the back when they, A, for starters, look like each other because it's the McShane twins who played for um, one-for-one uh, Jags last season. Um, but they come into a team who which is already loaded with, you know, kind of six-foot skinny, lanky paintballers. So between Tom, Jake, Sam Collins, Max, Adam, even was it to a certain extent, like, you know, from a distance, you're not the uh, most easy team to pick apart, Max. So can you just have a word and wear some like, you know, neon, look, different colors for each player? Here's like how you and... remember it. Ginger one, twin mm-hmm. one, twin two, Waza, and then... I know, I know all their short names. Skinny it's one, just... Short skinny one, easy. I know, I, I know all the names. It's just actually on the field, you know, you're all wearing black goggles. You pretty much all wear black headgear. Like it was pretty much down to like the lens color, and I'm like, God, make my life easier, man. <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, and when I say we'll see, I mean no, because I'm not changing <laughs> it. I spent too much money on that sandana. <laughs> how did uh, how did Fem get on in the prelims? Um, hot and cold. It was it was Wait. one one and one, wasn't it? Yeah. A win, a loss, and a draw. Um, yeah, we're we're not super happy with how we're playing in prelims. Um, SA, I think we won four two, mm-hmm. um, but we made it a lot closer than it had to be. Um, made it real hard for ourselves. Um, second game lost fifteens and not in. Yeah, 
that that game was frustrating because everything would be going right and then something would happen and then we'd lose a point, you know, uh, and then it ran away like that. So super happy about that one and not heard the end of it since Sunday. <laughs> That's a long car drive home. Um, and then last game was attrition, which we uh, drew. Um, we talked about that. That was because you, uh, you you trained against each other, so you didn't. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very much. You're literally punching each other in the face at the same time. Yeah, it's it's one of those where it's you know win a point, lose a point, win a point, lose a point, and then draw. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was just very formula sort of paintball, and then we got baggers in uh, in quarters. So. Packers always a hard team. Like it's it's Packers. Um, 4P was playing really well. Um, I think I only played the first point and he blew my face off with the first ball he shot. So, you know, good Not going. Too. Yeah, that, that tends <laughs> to be. Still got it. Efficient. Yeah. Um, I think it was 2-2. They uh, put a point up with about 50 seconds left. So it's 3-2. And we've left it about five seconds too late to go. Um, and then we so you had about three So you seconds. had the one-minute point plan, but not the 45-second point plan. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's just we, we didn't go soon enough. We could have won the point and we didn't. Yeah, so, <laughs> it goes back to bleeding the fifth. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, um, a, it's another time management one then. So yeah, it, it it's um it's unfortunate, but you know can't do anything. I mean, you, I mean, you can't you can't time manage every situation to victory, right? Like sometimes nah, sometimes but, you just get done. Yeah, like you know. And, but there's there's, and, there's a difference between um like running out of time when you could have won it, and yeah, like um, running out of time and, and, chasing it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, or or like you know, you, you lose three bodies because you were pushing it hard, and then you run out of time because you you can't win it. Then um, yeah, um, we didn't have a great break. I don't think. I think we lost two off the break, and then we've managed to pull it back to like a two-one-two, and then the McShanes have nearly had it, and they've been like three steps from the buzzer. So we're super happy about that one. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's been an interesting first round. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think at this point, like I'm sure you two can like beat me as in now. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you yeah. said you weren't going to say anything, you've said a lot, Max. Yeah, um, yeah I've tried beautiful. to keep it. I've coax, tried to keep it, fluffy. it out of you. I've tried to keep it fluffy. <laughs> I'm not doing details. Uh, nice. let me just check my phone i've not got a message yet so um, there's time yet um yeah so it's it's just one of those events where it's not really gone super well for us that's yeah. it happens okay i mean I, so watching all of your games i don't feel like the you guys did too much fundamentally wrong um Mm. I, th- I think. Well, oh, great! One thing I would say is, 
looking at the layout oh, of the field God, here we go. and no 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 this isn't this isn't a dig this is an observation looking at the layout of the field no, save with, a, for with, later. with a with a really strong middle and mm. you guys have quite a few good strong middle players you know like you mm. know Waza can play the middle really well sam can play the middle really well i forget which mcshane it is but one of them plays the middle really well Jake. um there you go uh it's you fine. Know, like half a firm can't get them the right way around. <laughs> I, I literally guess every time. Um, yeah. So, and and I. Uh, well, apparently Tom McShane is me on the webcast. I'm just like <laughs> I didn't know. Then, I didn't know I played this much. This is yeah, crap. yeah. We, we were just putting you in. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I feel Step like padding. Step padding. I feel like with fifteens and sandbaggers, I feel like they almost kind of went into overdrive a little bit to shut down the middle against you guys. Like the number of times I saw them putting an extra gun straight up the middle, you know, and like, whereas you say like, uh, you know, Waza would try and pull his gun up and, and he'd get, a, you kind of get a few shots off just to, just to kind of get that offbeat moving in between the, the kind of rhythm rather than just pulling up his gun and sprinting up the middle. Um, mm. But literally they, you know, Stoney was shooting up the middle a lot against firm, whereas he was not shooting up the middle so much against the other teams. He was he was still in the middle, but he was shooting for like a runner. Whereas mm. I felt like against Fern, like they were super wise to the fact that you could put any one of a number of weapons up the mm. middle. And so it was imperative that they had to shoot your back center off mm. the break. And they that is a big reason as to why they um got on top of you you know and there's not just that you know the, the, yeah the there was some close well, but... points that we should have won and we didn't win and mm. there's just some points where baggers just ran for us so it's uh it's a mixture of things yeah um i've spent all week watching it back don't worry <laughs> <laughs> nice well it's, it's good it's definitely good to reflect and um and take the lessons forward um like yeah. they're, they're such big learning events because you know there's no better training than the tournaments because like there's so many pressures and things that happen in the tournament that affect you as a player that you don't get out of training so yeah like for me um, i'm still the new guy at firm i'm still learning things i still have no idea what i'm doing so it's um it's uh it's been an interesting one well keep on keep on learning so that's the quarters um semis warped versus mustangs these two... were two really good games weren't they yeah in fact one pointers i think i think these this was almost like the real finals really like... probably probably better than the finals games in terms of the contest mm. yeah mm. Mm. so mustangs closed out a game uh, against warp two three yep mm-hmm. any any comments from that game what um what what were playing really really well it's just mustangs are more skillful than they are but some sometimes the other team is just a, a, a bit marginally better right like it's mm. not a, not a thing about tactics or whatever it... yeah like what weren't really putting a foot wrong with their plays they just you know lose gunfights so one thing I, one thing i did notice and feel free to Call me out in the comments if I'm remembering this wrong, but All right, I'm getting ready. I feel I, I have a distinct recollection that at some point, and I'm sure it was the semi-final game, um, Bish from Warped stopped playing the Point Dorito side, and uh, he yeah. and and he 
and and uh, they, he was trying to play either behind Alex or I think he sat a point so that they could put Tommy and Aaron in and then Alex was just running the corner or something like that. Mm. And and I I feel like Bish played a few different spots on the field this event, but when but where Bish he was he had played. He he did, and and after I think maybe in the second game, I think he kind of found himself playing the point on the Dorito side, mm. and he was difficult because he wasn't just getting up and running down the field and like blowing everyone's heads off, but he just he wasn't dying out of his spot like hardly at all. So he was a constant nuisance. Well, he was um, the sponge he, sort of player, get there, get shot at. Yeah, and know, it was kind of it, so it was other people up. It was leaving the middle open for you know Tommy. Tom Taylor was going up the middle and shooting people mm. or, you know, or like Tommy would go through and bunker someone and it would open up and then Bish would go down. Like, but I felt like when Bish was playing that point spot, that is when they were having the most success. Mm. And then, yeah, coming into the semifinals, I don't, they tried to change it. I don't really know quite why, but I felt like that was literally the difference in Mustangs getting, getting their nose up. Mm. Yeah, it, it was, it was a tight game. Um, yeah. I imagine Warped are quite happy that they've come away with a, you know, instead of being a four-hour stomp, they've they've made mm. it very very difficult for us, done it. That's that's a like while it must be heartbreaking to go out like that, like it's mm. definitely an, an awesome takeaway. Like they not only came fourth, but they've um mm. they they've put up some really good performances. Yeah, mm-hmm. for it's it's like really impressive considering uh from talking to some of the warp guys uh it, they 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 didn't train loads on this layout i think they had mm-hmm. one training on it they've turned up and everything's just sort of click for them so it's really it's really good to see for them yeah so that's warped and mustangs through and then the other side of the semis was 15s and baggers. the other big upset if you can call <laughs> it that um another close game it went to overtime. Um, free free went to overtime, and then Baggers, I think, shot two people off the break and just walked down. Yeah, the, the, the overtime point was yeah, it was they've, really huge, wasn't it? They've just walked people down. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. There's um, we we haven't really talked about sandbaggers at all up until now, so. Like, nah, apart from me sulking, not, but that's nothing out there on there, is not, it? <laughs> like you know we don't have to kind of digest every single score and stuff but like they just it just never ceases to amaze me how they you know it's not that, it's not that they don't, they, like they, they clearly have a style that they all buy into and it's mm. relatively easy for the new players coming in to adopt it because it's nothing over complicated and largely it just relies on kind of patience and being but, technically good enough to make it work you know and that's why Thorpey slotted in so well they but. don't really have new players like Thorpey is the first mm. new guy in a few years isn't he because I know uh, yeah. yeah George Bruton last year <laughs> that, but that, he, that wasn't the thing he, la- he lasted about as long as me <laughs> um so we have about paintball <laughs> yeah I think he's back we'll see um <laughs> spoiler um yeah so i i i think B- baffy when uh from what i've seen was just been absolutely deleting people uh out the two spot 
Um, 4P's been playing the snake side front for them all weekend. And it looks like he never left. Mm. It's just um, part of it is it is a good baggers layout. It's a center field and they've got plenty of awesome center players. Um, part of it is they've just they've just clocked in. Um, 4P's just been 4P won MVP in the end, didn't he? He did. He did. He did. Although, although I feel bad because um, Dicky plays the other side of the field and he always goes so under the radar. But honestly, he wins them so many points; it's ridiculous. Dickie you know? is incredible. G- given that, given that their philosophy as a team is don't go in the snake. There's only one other side of the field you can go win it down. You know, and and Dick- and. What he, makes, just pulls, he pulls off a lot. It's it's insane. And what what's yeah. in, incredible to me is you know Baggers aren't going to play Snake. You know Dickie's going to be coming for you, mm-hmm. and he's still he still finds a way just to peer behind you and smash you. <laughs> it, it's just it's just one of those players where you can't really stop them. It's um yeah, <laughs> I think I've seen him up the middle a bit on this layout as well like not as much as in the back well, but yeah i mean he's been he, a bit of everywhere hasn't he? he's got the ability to go up and cut out as well as just go out and play the wire so mm. you know and it's only I mean, not just dicky like they've got, they've got a good team across the board you know like yeah you i've know, seen but, tomo play it a bit uh yeah play some bags yeah and anytime that anytime it gets to low body situations if baffy's still on the field you can put a pretty hefty percentage chance that sandbag is going to win it because he's just plays that those good. situations very smart yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he kind of games it very well mm. yeah we um we played baggers a bit on the saturday and the morning went really well you know beating them every point and then the afternoon like it just it didn't mm. i think we uh we ended up in like three on two and baffy's just memed me it's just it's uh it's an interesting experience playing him. Yeah, so we've talked a lot about baggers. We haven't talked loads about 15. So um, obviously baggers uh, won this one 3-4, but what? Did, did you just boo 15? <laughs> it's fine. Guy can hear me. Um, yeah, um, I think 15's won every single game up until the baggers won. Yeah, because they got... They, right they, yeah, they yeah. squeaked the bye, they, didn't they? they? Yeah. They so did buy. did they so pay this... did they pay the price for getting the buy then? Did, did did that extra game break between prelim three and semi final? I'm sure we can is go it, on a tangent on them? this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, it's... there's there's a lot of evidence to back that up in in the wider scheme of things, but has it actually happened to them on this occasion? Mm. Did they just go a bit flat, sitting on their asses for two hours between games? It, it doesn't help, does it? But, you know, a 3-4 scoreline, it can kind of go either way, can't it? Like, mm. it, it sounded like... It's that an one... overtime point. They've taken a risk and it hasn't paid off. Yeah. yeah. So And then on, they've paid for it. On, but, the way home, yeah. on the way home from the event, I found myself in Warwick Services getting KFC with Clint Moore. Like, honestly, it was 2013 all over again. Was, oh, uh, cute day. Quite, quite the flashback, yeah. But it's a yeah, really we, cute day. We were, we were, we were kind of, you know, talking about the event and stuff. And he said, yeah, you know, the, the 15s guys are, 
you know, kind of gutted and, and a bit angry with themselves. And, um, and I said, like, look, at the end of the day, you, you lost an overtime point, you know? Like, I mean, yes, you can argue that maybe it shouldn't have been in overtime for whatever other reasons and stuff, but that's fundamentally what happens. You lost an overtime point because they shot two on the break and, and that was it, you know? Mm. Some, uh, on any other day, it would, could have been the other way around. 15s come out and shoot two zambangers off the break and, and mm. boom, you know? So I don't think they can be too hard on themselves. Like, they looked pretty electric in the morning especially considering they were in the the air quotes group of death i think they went what four nil five one four nil or something like that and it was something like that uh, oh six two wasn't it? they played attrition yeah. six two attrition mm-hmm. um so yeah you know and you know maybe it is a case of integrating those you know mustangs players into into that line is a bit different in terms um, of how how it sits with them I, I don't think it's so much as that because rob rob played with the first team for years and years and uh yeah. ethan's been around the first team like all of last year i don't think it's mm-hmm. that i just think it's an overtime point every overtime point is basically a coin flip mm-hmm. who gets the first kill all right they'll probably win and it's just unfortunate that baggers have decided to go uh really really pocket play and just managed to get two kills shit mm. happens I'm, I'm going to glaze over the fact you called it a coin flip but um, yeah it's definitely more on your are you going to hit me with numbers <laughs> well the numbers lie well I mean you know te- technically yeah it always is a coin flip because only one of them tends to win the overtime point but <laughs> well you both won 50% of the points <laughs> oh yeah so, that's true so now it's a case of I'd... who's going to win that particular point is 50-50 up until that point. Logically, it's still 50-50. So without going too far off topic, I just bring <laughs> this up because it's popped into my head. I was once at a PSP event in Chicago. Back in, in my day. It was. It was, I wasn't playing, actually. I was just there for work. But it was like 2000, I want to say 12, 13, 12, around then. Um, All right. And, like 12. Then. And, and um, you're old. It, it, there was a semi-pro game between uh, what were they called? Like the New England Hurricanes, I think it was, yeah, and England and Trent and Trent and Top Gun Union, I think it was. They were playing, and they had a match that went to overtime. But back then, they didn't have like overtime. Then one on ones, it was just unlimited overtime. These guys played a fifteen-minute overtime point, <laughs> and it was four on five after fourteen minutes. It was ridiculous. No one had any paints. Um, that yeah. sounds absolutely it was, beautiful. It wasn't. It was painful. I wanted to stop it, but I couldn't. <laughs> That's um, exactly why it sounds beautiful. But yeah, it's just can, like, can you imagine the poor sod like in Snake posted up like the whole 15 minutes or whatever? Hey, was, his legs have been bloody dead. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back on top. <laughs> Tangent over. Yeah. Nostalgia gone. So, so yeah, that's the semis. So uh, mm. going through to the finals, you had Baggers versus uh, Mustangs for the win and yep. uh, Warped versus 15s. Now, finals games were which quite game different we, to the semis. Yeah, right? which one we want to do first? Do Warped uh, 15s first. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. it was a 4-0, right? Like, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't see this game, though. So like, how how... How, was it a convincing one or did Warped hold their own um, quite well or was it? 
close points, but uh, you know, it's just getting picked off one by one. Um, you know, it's it's not like they've been walked over five bodies alive. I think. It's, I think at this point in time, what you've got is a 15s team who were very angry about not playing for first and a walk team who have already happy with what surpassed they got, yeah, their, yeah. Like, their best achievement. So at this point, like the, 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 the pressure's off them. Like they've just kind of, mm. you know, it's good like to give a good, good account of themselves, but, but, and I'm not saying they didn't play to win, right? Like they definitely went out there with every intention of trying to win that match. But, mm. you know, I've, again, I've had it myself where, when you when you achieve uh like when you kind of better your previous best achievement you get a bit but, complacent but, yeah but yeah and <laughs> complacent's the wrong word but it like you know so, it feels so the like first a bonus time, yeah like the, so the first time i when i was on nexus and we won a semi-final to play in the final of the millennium like we came out so flat in the final because was we were so pumped to just win the yeah because we were just so pumped to win the semi-final that we just like the adrenaline just fell out of us afterwards Dynasty, you know whereas you know. uh yeah well i didn't say that <laughs> but yeah um so you know so I, th I think it was probably a similar sort of scenario yeah. where like yeah like you've kind of you've already hit this high but, but now what they've got to do is bottle that and say that's not a high now that's the norm you know so they've got they've got to move the bar higher and and, and try and find a new high Mm. absolutely and then yeah so then the finals came for first place baggers versus mustangs three nil mustangs um i don't know this this one was a little weird to watch because like the very long first point they paid five minutes the first point of the game yeah like it's the only point that felt like it was any kind of blowout was the last one and I think that's just two baggers got shot off the break. And then it's just, you know, shot down the field situation. But the first two, like, were quite long, drawn-out points, weren't they? Because mm. you got a five-minute point and I think three-minute point. Something like that. Yeah, it was two long points, for sure. Yeah. Mm. And then they've just had a quick point at the end and the time has expired, so... Yeah, it's um, it, it doesn't reflect how competitive it was. I don't think, but yeah. uh, three nil is three nil at the end of the day. Yeah, a, a three nil is always a lot different to a four nil, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and like, and, and like, just ending the game with a mercy is just a statement, right? But mm. yeah, you know, yeah, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think Mustangs will be pretty happy either way. Well, you can't be too disappointed with winning the event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. So, yeah, it feels like we've um we've gone through through all the teams and 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 all of the, all of the, the results sure. and the outcomes. So, um, I guess you know, being painful performance, we want to draw out any learning points that we can, right? So, you know, what what lessons can we learn from the games that that happened? Mm don't get don't get penalties that's, a, that's a, i'll start there uh i thought just win was a pretty good one <laughs> just shoot five guys off the break bruv it's fine uh, <laughs> the hypothetical perfect point no it doesn't exist yeah you just you shoot one ball each you kill a guy easy go on um 
Yeah. Um, we, we're talking a lot about time management, right? So um, I think yeah, Tigers, tigers and, and yeah. to, to another degree, the firm, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, just, just always being aware. Like, I, I, I think almost making a ritual or a habit of looking at the scoreboard before you go on and start the point. Like, just always make that mental note, even say it out loud to your teammates. Just, I think, I think also checking out um, the game is something not enough people do. Yeah, That's definitely. I, I, I certainly don't very often. Like, I think we can, you know, if, if you actually look at it, you'll find that, uh, and I could and should probably do some kind of digging on this, but once you get into the knockout games, the quarterfinals, I, I believe quite a high percentage of games go to time. Hmm. You know, People so, play different, don't they? Yeah, because you, you're playing not to lose at that point. Um, well, and you, so, you're taking less risks with your plays, you're taking less risks with your moves, you, you, you're going short and short and uh, slowing it more and more down. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you say it's, it's, it's a different play style and you've got to tune into that and how you, how you approach that, you know. And, yeah, time management is one and knowing what you've got to do. Ch- chances are two points are going to eat a lot of the clock. So if you're two points down after those two points, you need to have two quick points up your sleeve. And that's for say where, it's, where it comes back to doing your due diligence before the event and mm. knowing what you kind of, you know, can and, and need to do in certain situations. Mm. All the options you got for going fast, because there's <laughs> never just one. Yeah. And they're always shooting at least one of them. Sad reacts. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. And wasn't, wasn't there like another blunder that would, happened earlier on in the tournament? Didn't, did the team go out, with, go out with five players when they're meant to have four at one yeah. point? Yeah. Uh, Warped had a penalty thrown on them. So they were told they had to start the point with the next point with four, but none of the Warped players actually absorbed that information and promptly took to the field with five, broke out and instantly conceded the point by having too many players on the field. Spatland going out with six. I don't think uh, anyone did that. No, but it's but it's basically the same infringement. Same, yeah, so same principle. Out. Still yeah. gonna get a penalty for it. Yeah. So again, what, like, what, what would it be for that? Would it just be a minor set pulls? No, so no, it's it it's it's automatic point. Literally, they they oh. they, they broke out and okay. um, Jabba ran straight in to stop it. So okay. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I've not been reading the rules. <laughs> to be oh, yeah. fair, I probably should before trying to it's, argue them with the refs. It is always good to understand the game you're playing, but yeah. like that. That being said, it, it's it not not many people know all of it off the back of their hand. Like a lot of people just learn it, like think absorb it's just it through it. experience, yeah. right? Like, um, yeah, but there's not really much room for. For pushing things, I don't think with the rules, like you know, it's hmm. what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's that, that was episode one, wasn't it? Wiping, <laughs> we're not allowed to wipe here. What wiping's banned, isn't that right? Like, I, I never banned anything, I just I just <laughs> laid out why you shouldn't do it. Like, it, I, I like it with like you know, uh, round one for badges, mm. game one, rushes won every single game in the tournament except for against us where they happen to get six penalties so as far as i'm concerned wipe away but if you're on my team don't (laughs) (laughs) 
I like he's it. not the messiah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, we're getting heated up now, and I think this is a good time to draw a line on this. <laughs> but, man, it was, it was good to be back. I, I, it, so was, we, it was a great event. Mm, do we want to cover anything outside of time management, or is that the key takeaway from this event? I think that's got to be the... The, the biggest lesson that most people have learned from this. The one that's sure. affected most Most games. results, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? We see we saw it even like the weeks before with the Div 1, Div 2 games. I remember seeing teams shoot all the bodies and then casually stroll up to the to the buzzer and then the game time's out and they either, you know, get a loss when it is should this be a draw about, or a draw. Is when it this be. Uh, Nick off Somak? I think Somak did it. I think Thunderducks did it at one point as well, actually, um, from them. Quest or... did it. Um, they could have been 5-1 over uh, Samurai. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ed was, I think, a half a step away from the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, the story is time management. Do it or uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about you. <laughs> That's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, some Brilliant. people want to be talked about. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you, know, you want to be talked about, uh, put it in the comments. Manage your time very well. <laughs> hey, folks, I hope you enjoyed listening to our roundup of round one of the CPPS Elite Division. We had a blast recording it, and it's great to have Max join us as well, especially when we're departing from a, this conceptual uh, content and actually getting into the analysis of the, of the tournaments. As of all paperable performance content, we live to see the conversations get stirred up in the comments, and we're still super keen to get any feedback on the podcast itself. So please comment away, message us, be active in the community, and join in the discussions. And that doesn't just go for us, that goes for all the other paperable content creators out there as well. We all love it. See you next time.